This is Football CFB, the home of unique football content. I never told you You scared off the vultures I never told you You scared off the ghosts living in my head That lay lonely in the dirt That First question first, you've been at Arbroath now since uh, 2016, done a remarkable job, winning promotion, competing at the very highest levels in the championship. How proud are you of the job you've done there so far? Well, how proud is uh, the job we've done? Uh, I've got a great staff, son. I've got great. Um, I've not got any issues with it at all. I've done that with a few clubs. Um, or we've done that with a few clubs. It's quite interesting that we've taken three Angus clubs up two leagues. I don't know what makes us uh, Angus being a very, very important part. But you've got to look back and say that you know when we go there, we're second up in the second division, and now we're top. So yeah, I would imagine everybody else is, is entirely delighted with the job we've done. <laughs> In terms of your staff, you, you work obviously with your brother Ian, you work with Ab Douglas and others as well. How how's no, important? No, no, I work right you so I've got John Young now. John Young's been with me for twenty five years, same as my son brother. Rab's only joined me five years ago. Just what's it like in terms of the sort of decision making process? Is that shared or do you always have the final say? Oh, I'm always got the final say, but I I'll tell you what as my brother and I weren't available. Through COVID last Saturday, and I never even phoned John Young or Rob Douglas. They, they've been with me long enough to know about, about the standards that are set. With seven players off on Saturday, and we still won, we did they play well? But um, no, uh, uh, you know, play on your part time or full time, mate. Uh, we're a well drilled unit, and we, we treat the game with respect. And, um, I've been trying to keep a, a lid on this all season, but it's getting to a stage now where um, I think I'm only needing seven points to stay in, stay in the league, so uh, long may that continue. You spoke on off the ball when you won promotion to the top flight with Tam and Stuart, and you said, I can promise everybody that Arbroath won't be in the Championship to make up the numbers, and you've absolutely proved that so far in the seasons you've been in. <laughs> Uh, I think anybody that knows uh, don't knows me. Uh, I, I, I've got to say to you, um, the players that have been there for, for maybe six years have been there now, but another seven year. Um, the players have moved on. I find it extremely difficult to try and improve from the players that I've got to do. And most of them have been with me for. For, uh, since the start um, it's, it's an amazing uh, we've got a right good happy environment I've got right good players a funny, I thought a funny thing that was said there right there I mean if we go down to Kilmarnock Tommy was on Azure and we beat him and we're talking about the rest of the game every single fan in the rest of this league out with our voice, they all expect their team to be up there challenging for the championship. But as I don't, I'm only just want to stay in the league. I genuinely mean that. I've no illusions about going into playoffs or, 
winning championships or anything. Honestly, that's the last thing on my mind. The most important thing is to develop your football club and stay in the league. Nobody's ever done it three years in the trot, so we're pretty close. One of the things I've got to ask you about, Dick, it inspired so many people, was your interview with Jeff Sterling where you spoke about some of the battles you've had off the pitch. I mean, you're an incredible character. Everyone in Scottish football would say that. How how proud are you that you've not only been able to battle adversity in management that all managers do, but you've also managed to do that off the park as well? Are you talking about the cancer, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it is what it is, and there's nothing you can do about it. You've, you've got to fight it. Uh, I always remember when it happened to me. If there's words to describe uh, how you go about that and handle it, I've never ever seen them in any England dictionary. You've got to tell your family. My three sons were there along with my brother when the doctor told me that I didn't have long, you know, uh, two years, whatever it was. But it's back 11 years ago, and, and you think, you just, you just fight the thing, and maybe a bit of luck. My sister died last year, and my brother died. Uh, and there's no other day goes by, but I don't think about the two of them. But um, in terms of the adversity, what do you do? You just put, you know, you just go up in the morning and go on there. You know, I told my sons, that day, listen son, it's a fight and we're going to have to fight together. And I get that with my team as well, I've got to say to you, I get that in the training, I get that. I've got a great rapport with my players and so is my twin brother, he's, he's very important in the whole thing. In terms of your managerial career, obviously we're getting into 2022, you started managing in the late 80s into the 90s. What What's changed over the years from your perspective? We're working with well, obviously a new generation of players year upon year. Uh, I started uh, when I was in 85, uh, so yeah, you're 10 years out there. Uh, well, I would say to you is... Um, What's changed, oh, for God's sake? I'll, I'll ask you a question. Do you think there's any changes that have made to, to the football from the hierarchy? Have they enhanced our game? I don't think so. Um, thank God we're going to go VAR up here. The game's changed. The, you know, I mean, the trend. systems change. When one up front, and I think you should be very careful with the product that you're serving up here. But uh, equally, um, I think that players are far more fat now than ever were, and they're technically better as well. But I do miss, uh, I do think that the the crowds and the public miss the physical bit where they're sliding back or whatever that comes in and the arguments about decisions. Um, there's far too much fat on the telly now, it's on seven days a week, even a Saturday night, for good sake. Um, but that's what the changes that I've made. Um, the fitness levels of players is phenomenal now compared to when we played. When I played, the, the season finished in the end of April and it didn't start again until August. Now we finished on the end of May and we're starting and the first games in the middle of the first week in July. It's, I think the referees need a break, the directors need a break, fans need a break, you guys need a break. And all you want to do is. SFA and their wisdom start the season in the second week in July. I don't know where they got that. But I would also like to also say to you, I'm 33 years a manager and I'm waiting for somebody to chap on my door and ask me what I think about football. Because there's a lot of experts who are going down the game five minutes making major decisions that annoys me.
Well, if I was to ask you that question right now, what do you think about football as we speak now? Um, I think it's a, um, it's a working class communal sport. And it always was, it was uh, if you're working hard all week and you're bringing up a family, the get out now was to, the get out then was to go to the football. I go to train pitches now and we train. I, half of my pitches are fully girls playing football. The other half is three girls playing rugby. It's the way things are. The girls are taking the initiative here. They're out there, they're working hard, they're doing everything. These changes are all, and they're all going to get better. You know, everything's going to get better. Nowadays, you can go on about it for youngs. Um, we, when we come home at night, we just threw the school bag down and went and played football and battered the ball against the wall. And the harder you hit it, the better the control you had. And these are things now, but I'm afraid it's all changing now. The, the, um, I mean, the amount of teams and the amount of in Scottish football now, the football thing, you pick up that paper on a Sunday morning. There's thousands of people playing football, not just uh, men, that it's women as well. And it's all changing. Uh, I'm not saying it's a good thing, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but um, there's one thing certainty. The fans are only coming back outside the Premier League. And, and do you think there's a there's an obvious way to change that? Is it due to pricing? Is there anything else you think of? Well, I think that first and foremost, don't be stupid and stop playing football in this in the winter. Stop playing football at Christmas and New Year. For God's sake, we've all got families and children, and honestly, all you see them now. When we again, when we were younger, you would get a ball on Christmas morning. Now you got a new mobile. Uh, I just think that play the game. Stop, stop um, playing games in the winter. Um, and stop playing as many games as you play. Stop starting games in the middle of summer. Give people a break. And you're the only sport in the world, you know, that, that goes on for almost... Uh, we're playing 48 weeks of 52 now. Do you know that? Exactly. That's, that's what we're, I mean, it's just... It's unbelievable. But I don't see the right. There's never like no taking the holidays. You've just got to give players a break and you've got to give them a holiday and get away from it and start again. Last two questions I've got for you. You mentioned your playing career. How Describe Dick Campbell the player because younger generations will know you more as a manager. What were you like as a player? Um, I started over at Indian United. That's where my friendship with Walter Smith came in. God bless him. Um, um, was homesick. Actually, left there. I uh, went and joined Cowdenbeath. I uh, left there. I went to Dunfermline. Um, enjoyed my time there. Served my apprenticeship. Went. I played the Brecon after that. Ross County, Stirling Albion, Rovers, and didn't have a, a fabulous career. But didn't have a bad career. Um, if you look at that Wikipedia, they come out with a somewhat quiet career I didn't think I was a quiet career I thought it was good enough for me <laughs> but uh, management well that's a different ball game never, never in your wildest dreams would you have thought that I'd still be managing at 68 year old and never I wasn't that type of player I wasn't that type of person I didn't believe in coaching or anything like that but uh, now um, I like to think I help my players and 
Yeah, I'm a better manager now than I've ever been in my life. Absolutely, no doubt about that. And you mentioned being you mentioned being 68 and been managing for for decades now. Do you want to go on as long as you possibly can? Why no? Why would you know? I'm not feeling tired. I'm. Uh... <laughs> I'm saying that you phoned me today. I've got COVID. <laughs> oh no way! Um, but no, I've no intentions. Uh, I have no intentions of uh, retiring. We've got three businesses. I work for my brother during the day. Um, he owns one of the businesses, and he he works for me at night. And uh, I have no intentions, no intentions, and there is no barrier in front of me that's going to stop me doing that. Uh, because I'm not saying you're dependent on a chairman giving me a job. I'm not. I'm very very happily. Um, Married and I was very uh, sensible with my life, uh, my kids, my family, and all the rest of it. And they wouldn't let me retire anyway. I'll keep going and going. Then he asked me what you're going to ask me. Yeah, that is, do you think I'll win the league? I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> Don't be that. So we'll dive down to the ocean and we'll make our home in a deep sea cave and our shells will all be open. They'll be filled with song, they'll be filled with song We'll dive down to the ocean And we'll make her home